0: You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Kings and Queens. Welcome to Empower Me With Eri Podcast. This is Queen Eri. We have our very special guest back with us. We have therapist Caroline Valverde the Verde back with us. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Hi! Super excited. We're going to start this discussion you guys. We're going to do this is part two of, but this time we're going to talk about dating intentionally and what that means. We're going to kind of dig in a little deeper and who knows if God has us do a part three we're going to be back. So so we're going to talk again about what does dating mean and does to date intentionally mean. And I wanted to, I love to kind of bring definitions out so that we can kind of have an understanding of foundation of what we're talking about. And so according to dictionary.com, intentional means done on purpose. And we want to make sure that whatever we're entering in, especially when it comes to the dating scene, that it's on purpose, and we're not, and, and we're not just doing it just for no reason. But we're prepared to open up to whoever it is that we're open up opening up to. And so, um, again, I pose the question: What does dating really mean? We're going to jump in there right now. So, Queen Caroline, honored <laughs> to have you back. It was an amazing first episode. And I know that this one will be great, if not better. You know, and so again, for those who may not have checked out uh, the part one, I want you to go ahead, just introduce yourself. Where are you from and what do you do?
1: so i am from new mexico i'm back home um i know erica from back then back in the day from <laughs> phoenix completely love that place miss it miss her <laughs> uh, miss <you> too, <laughs> and i just finished school in june and i am now a therapist i work with kids um, teens young adults um, some older adults actually now so um, it's great i absolutely love what i do and i'm thankful for the opportunity to have that as a platform to Mm. you know just kind of help and bring people to a better sense of self and yeah
0: find their way i love that i absolutely love that and I must say that this is a time like none other to really, really dig on the inside of self and really allow God to heal those things that are broken because there's so much more that God wants to do for our lives. And you know, it's it's a lot that He wants us to do within purpose, within the next assignment. And so thank you, Caroline, for you know, being obedient to the call and being available for the people because we need you, queen. We really do. And so I just wanted to kind of remind everybody that um, you know, I, I wrote this book a while ago. Ago, but it's called Singles Let's Deliberate. It is a workbook, you guys, and I want everybody to go out and to grab it. It's a workbook that helps us deal with self-first so that we can be the best versions of, of ourselves to present to another person. And, um, and of course, it has some practical things that we should be doing while preparing today and of course, as we date. And so let's jump right in. So we ended the last session regarding how to get out of unhealthy relationships how to then heal from them and then we start we start talking about how to build a healthy relationship and of course now dating so I want to reiterate as I talked about in the manual singles let's deliberate um, singles listen it's single to me is anybody that is unmarried and I want to remind you again that being single it is not a curse but it is a choice It's, it's just a choice and we have to be um, honest you know, with ourselves and be happy where we're at in order before, in order before we can think we can ask somebody else to our lives. I want to say this before we proceed and then we're gonna start talking to um, Caroline, get more in this discussion. We have to be so secure in who God created us to be and not think that another person is going to come and give us definition for our lives or give us value for our lives. Only God can do that. The sooner we grasp that, the sooner we're going to be happy and go into dating relationships more fulfilled. Now, people can add to us and be assets and complement our lives, but they don't um, they don't define or they're not the ones that say, you know, um, we're this or we're that. That's God's job because it's a dangerous place to allow somebody to come in and tell you who you are because when they leave, you may allow that definition to leave with them. So I just wanted to say that we have to definitely be wise and understand who and whose we are before we move forward within the dating process. And so, Caroline, what is your thoughts in regards to definitely understanding um, a person's identity? When we're talking about dating, when we talk about really loving ourselves first, what do you think about that? Like understanding that God gives us identity and everyone that comes in our lives is pretty much there to complement our lives.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> with that, like like you said, like God created us individually. Like there's mm. 7 billion of us on the planet. Each individual is so different. Mm. Yes, spiritually like hey, we're all spirit, man. But mm but he created us for a purpose and so my purpose may not look like yours it may not look like you in the back no mm-hmm. but we're all here for one thing to yeah. you know further the kingdom of god and you know he my my thing my assignment is to be a therapist mm. to talk to the people and you you too yeah, like this yeah. is your platform right and you know even a car mechanic like that's your right. platform that's good and just understanding who am I mm. and I heard this somewhere but it just it really stuck with me that what is what the one thing that you would do mm. as a job as you know like i'll go do it every day 24 7 if i could mm. and not get paid for it that you just love it that much mm. and that is what your calling is that's what you're called to do because that's what god put at the center of your spirit go do this yeah because yeah and if somebody asks wow. me like do you enjoy what you do i would say absolutely mm. i love what i do i would do it all day every day if i could
0: that's so good That is so good. No, that's so powerful because it reminds us in order to get to that point of understanding of pretty much what Caroline is talking about is of our purpose is we have to spend time with the one who created us, you know, and I've used the analogy, uh, you know, before, of course, with with any electronic, a can opener or whatever it is, in order to uh, know how to use it, you open up the manual because the owner you know, the, the creator of it put how to operate it. It put what what, what it, its purpose was. And in order for us to know what our purpose is, so that, like Caroline's talking about, so that we can walk on our God paths, we have to spend time with God, be okay with being intimate with Him. And y'all, we talking about dating intentionally, we're talking about what happens before. Like, this is the process of dating intentionally. We're on here literally to pretty much allow allow people to kind of unlearn uh, the things that are not necessarily true. We're here to kind of, we're here to give more um, godly wisdom about what it means to date and really Even in the Bible, you know, when it talks about Adam and Eve, God gave Adam his purpose. He showed him what to do before Eve came. It's the same with men and with women. And so that's absolutely correct. So we just really want to encourage you guys to spend time with God. That is definitely one of the initial things that i would say spend time with god so that you know his voice so that you know that what you're called to do because when you have a clear a more clear idea as to what you're called to do then you know exactly who to allow on your god path a lot of times we're choosing we're picking and choosing of course We talked a little bit about this in the other session, but the first chapter within my book is out of the box. We talked about the introduction, but um, when you, and we're going to, we're going to tap on that a little bit later, more so out of the box. But when you spend time with God and you know your purpose, you're not dating just, you're not dating and selecting people just because they're six feet just because they're a complexion that you love and you're like, oh, this is what I've always wanted. No, you're using wisdom as to, hey, this is my purpose, I understand, walking on my God path, this person will have something similar. They don't have to be doing exactly the same, but they gotta support and be for what you're doing. And so that is so good, that is, that's really important. And it ties back into, again, why it's so important to become a better version of yourself. And when I speak about better version of yourself within this book singles, less deliberate, it talks about why is it important to make sure your credit is good? You know, if you're talking about dating and if it's not good right now, that's okay, but do something to make it better. When you talking about talking about dating, we have to look at our finances be okay with talking about finances, be okay with talking about credit, be okay with talking about being the best versions of ourselves and, and becoming, um, becoming the person that God wants us to be because then we'll attract the person that we're supposed to have. And so I wanted to ask you, um, Caroline, I know we kind of talked about um, going to a therapist last session. I kind of want you just kind of reiterate why is it so important? to speak to a therapist before choosing to date again. And we're coming from the the view or the perspective of, of course, somebody that may have failed previously in dating, may have been maybe divorced, may have gone through something. Talk to us a bit again, um, just to reiterate why it's important to choose to see a therapist. um, And even maybe just as a, as a self check, why is that important?
1: Yeah. So it's, Oh my gosh it's almost crucial like mm. because we come with baggage mm. and it's like oh my gosh like I'm trying to navigate this this that that every issue that just came upon me in this relationship and now it's over mm. so here I am like okay this is what I got I don't know what to do with it wow. and I mean you can pray and it's that's the most important thing ask god for that wisdom and that guidance but just to have somebody neutral like i don't know you from sam Freddie, anybody (laughs) right and and i can just tell you i can just open up and this is what's going on and to get that that help in navigating that situation and Mm -hmm. navigating all this stuff and you know, letting go of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's such a powerful point because sometimes it's so good to talk to somebody neutral because sometimes we can't see exactly what's going on or we, we are unwilling to accept what is going on. And this brings me to the next question. I wanted to ask like, how well do you believe people monitor what they did wrong or could do better from their last situations and Why do you think it's a challenge for people to actually accept what they did wrong? You see what I'm Mm. saying? Because, again, yeah. can I look in a mirror? Can I say what I did wrong? Mm
1: -hmm. So, yeah, it goes back to that, what we talked about last time, that how transparent am I willing to be with myself? Mm. And looking back, and I can speak on this, like that whole how I talked about Took me 12 years to really overcome mm-hmm. and to let go of all those situations. Mm-hmm. And now I could look back and say, you know what? This is what I could have done better. Yeah. This is what I shouldn't have done. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like thank yeah. you, Lord, for saving me. and Saving right. me. Right. Right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But but it's really just that transparency. Like mm-hmm. how willing. How willing am I to be so blunt and so like, oh my gosh, this is who I am. This is what I did. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe it would take an apology to call that person and say, mm-hmm. sorry for what I did, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Whether they accept it or not, I mean, that's, that's nothing that you can, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: take care of, but just the fact knowing that, okay, I did my part.
0: I can move on now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. And I think that, um, I think it's such a challenge for so many people to do it because we live in a society that wants to blame everybody. It wants to say, you know, it wants to amp up, put somebody on the news, do this or do that. This person did this to me. That person did that to you. But you leave out the part that every relationship that the person had been in, they were all in in the guy's face, you know, uh, provoking them to do stuff, trying to push them, you know, to the edge, and then certain things happen to them. And I'm just using that as an example. And I think that um, we have to live in a society of accountability. We gotta live in a society literally of saying, I'm going to be responsible for what I did wrong because the sooner we begin to do that, then we could literally right now, okay, this needs to change. I know I, was, know I was wrong with that. Like if you're always, if you get angry at the drop of a hat regarding every or anything, that's something that you need to pay attention to. You know, if if within the situation, you know, you're ready to just curse everybody out. And regardless of what the other person did, you gotta be willing to monitor and to say, hey, I need to change as well. Because when we can do that, and like Carolyn said, when we could do that, Our hearts, God can move within our hearts even more and he will give us the grace at times to reconnect back with that person just to say I apologize. And if you can't reconnect back with that person just to say I apologize, you just let it go and be at peace and then understand kind of briefly how we touched on before, When you go to a new situation when they ask you well what happened you don't have this long list of 11 things that they did wrong because that is a huge indication that you still are not completely healed because it's a mirroring thing it's an accountability thing you know you could when you're speaking from a point where, hey, we just weren't compatible or, you know, there were things that we both kind of had to grow in and we just weren't a good fit for each other. You got to, you know, you got to use wisdom and have to begin to grow, grow and see how you can um, move forward and use the lessons from that last situation in order to make you a better person, a better you. And so... I wanted to, um, I think this is really good already, but now that we've talked about that, we've kind of talked about, um, about us, about looking more on the inside, the healing process, being okay with, um, learning from our own mistakes, taking accountability. Now let's actually talk about, um, now the steps and stuff more into dating and death. I want to ask you, what does dating mean to you? We hear this word all the time. You know, oh, I'm dating this person. I'm dating that person. Is you so loosely. But do we really know what that means? So, Caroline, what does dating mean to you?
1: So, dating for me um, is being intentional, mm. it's having this intentional perception like, I know who I am. Yeah. I know what i want i know the characteristics the qualities that i want in a man Mm -hmm. and knowing that you know what these are boundaries these are the boundaries that i will not cross Mm -hmm. these are the ones you know "Mm -hmm, let me give him some grace Mm -hmm. but and we'll grow and that's where we can grow together as we get to know each other but having that intentional mindset that you know what I'm dating with a purpose. Yeah. I'm not just dating cuz oh you fine, you're cute, <laughs> Ooh, you smell good. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah. really looking at like who are you as a person and how are we connecting.
0: That's good. That's good. I think if um, I agree, I believe if we look at uh, things more um, simplistically, more on a, a simple uh, level of being realistic and saying, "Are we even compatible?" You know, uh, looking to I when I think of dating, I think of collecting data about somebody. You're literally collect, collecting notes, and I, um, you know, of course, writing this book, just realizing certain things about what really dating is and how a lot of times. It can be so just, um, you know, there could be so much confusion around it because somebody may think, hey, I'm dating this person and this is it. No, within the dating process, there, like Carolyn said, there are definitely boundaries that a person is supposed to have. You're literally supposed to be um, collecting data to say, and, and to say, is this what I want? You know, and being honest, not only with yourself, but with that other person, being honest and saying, this is what i don't like this is what i can't handle i i can have grace for this or god knows i cannot have grace for that and so within that process it is great to be intentional to say first and foremost what is it that i want so when you're connecting with these people you could say okay you're a really nice person but you know you could be honest with yourself and i think By doing that, we can save ourselves so much time. We can save ourselves from having soul ties. We can save ourselves from literally having to go through a huge healing process by just being okay with um, getting to know somebody and being friends with somebody and talking on both levels uh, with both parties and saying, well, what does dating mean to you? Well, what does dating mean to you? Having that open communication can help. And so, I wanted to also talk about um, how important it is to have non-negotiables. When I I want to ask you that, Caroline, and then I'll give you my my spin or my viewpoints on um, why I believe non-negotiables are important. How important is that
1: for somebody while dating to know? So important. That's probably one of the most important things because that's like you. That's you yeah. at the rawest point. Like. Mm. No, like I can't have that. That's Mm. not acceptable because, and it could be anything. It could be something that triggers you that happened to you in childhood that Mm. like, oh my gosh, no, I can't have that. But you're acting that way. So I need you to change that. Mm. But in the day in dating, it's like, I'm not, I don't have these high expectations, Mm. but I have standards. And it's yeah. not that I'm writing you off, but it's more so like, okay, like I'm t- like you said, like I'm taking notes, I'm taking data, yeah. I'm learning who you are, right. and like <laughs> if God gives me the green light, hey, I'm all in. Yeah. If yeah. not, you know what? It's great meeting you. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. may be an awesome friend, like somebody we can, you know. Talk for a few minutes here and there, whatever right. whatever the case is. But mm-hmm. just, and really listening and really being aware of that voice of the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah. hey, hey, do I go here? Do I go there? What do you, which yeah. way do you want me to go?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's critical. I really like how you mentioned kind of having those um, kind of self checks or God uh, checks or Holy Spirit checks where you say, okay, God, you know, this person's in my life. Okay, how am I feeling about this certain thing? If he gives you the green light move, but if not, stop, slow down because he's trying to save you heartache time and only God knows what else. Don't force something that's not supposed to be. And again, this is why it's important up front to know your non-negotiables. And when I say non-negotiables, it's certain that means things that you're not willing to negotiate. Like you're like for... For myself, I know that the person um, that you know I'm going to marry, he has to be able to have God number one. He has to have a solid, um, be solid within his faith as far as knowing who God is, knowing some type of having a type of relationship with God. That is a non-negotiable. Period. You gotta know that because if he's solid within his faith, that he could pray for me when I need help. You know, I could pray for him. It's just certain things that you know you cannot compromise within. You know, it's not like a non-negotiable life. You know, up his shade, he's a, he's a shade darker than I thought. That's not, that's being unrealistic. You know, uh, we're gonna talk about that a little bit more, but non-negotiables are those things that you know you're not you're not willing to compromise on and so I think it's so important to have those at bay to kind of have a list down to say if it's three or four things you know this person can't you know do this or I have to have this I have to have that because it's true and especially when a person has a huge calling upon their lives you have to have a non-negotiable of like somebody got to be supportive within your ministry like that's one of my non-negotiables as well they got to support me within my ministry and like i said it's not that does not mean that we have to do the same exact thing but that means that if god is calling me To travel all across the country, I need you to support me with that. Sometimes you may be able to come with me. Sometimes you may not, but you have to understand the mantle that's on my life. And so that's what I'm talking about. And and we have to be real with ourselves. We really have to be real with ourselves, understanding that God's going to give us who we need. And it's not necessarily always who we want. And we got to be okay with that. And so when we talk about, of course, dating, we kind of delved a little bit we kind of just um, more so just dabbed a little bit on talking about being whole and I just want to reiterate this right now Carolyn can you talk about why it's important to not think that you are a half when you are coming in connection with somebody when you're dating um, when you have the mindset to date why is important that we're not thinking that we're halves
1: but we're whole Mm, that's that's important that's really important too because you're not coming in as a half. You have to come in a hundred and a hundred. Yeah. Because I'm pouring all of me into mm, you. Good. You're pouring all of me, all of you into me. Yeah. And whatever foundation that we have between you and me, oh that's good. It's gotta be a hundred. I can't just be like, Oh, here you go. Here you go. There's, there's 50. And I'm just gonna take care of me with my yeah. other 50. Yeah. Because you're not all in. Yeah. You're either all in or you're not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that perspective. Oh my goodness, I love that perspective because when you ask somebody else that question, they could have came from a different perspective, but I love how you said, when when I think of wholeness, I think of giving all of myself to pouring all of myself what God allows me to in that person and that being reciprocated back unto me. I'm not coming in pouring 50 and then not really Given what, given my all, because it's not gonna work when you do that. Somebody's always left hurt in situations like that. And so I think it's super important to have those communications to pay attention after you've decided to date someone, you're in the process and you notice. I'm giving all of me 100%. This person's not giving all of them. Pay attention, have conversations, be okay with ending certain things before it gets too deep. And then just to reiterate again, when we come with the understanding that God completes us, he makes us whole, we can come in with all of who we are. We can come in fully walking in our purpose. We literally can come in being able to pour into that person by praying for them, by supporting them, by whatever it is that God is telling us to do. We can do it without reservation, without hesitation, because we understand that we're making something. Like Carol said, we're literally building a foundation, a firm foundation, but it starts with God. And so I think that um, having the foundation of dating with God as, the, uh, as the, the ground floor and building up, you can only go up from there your constant checkpoints, you know, with God, are we doing this right? Let's pray, let's do this, let's do that. I think that will help you constantly give a hundred percent of yourself, you know, come into the situation with a hundred. And then again, like I mentioned earlier, if the situation is a dating situation, you realize I'm not really compatible. This isn't who God had for me. When, if it doesn't work, when you leave, you're still whole. That person to take half of you because you were whole when you met them, period. So this is why we have to have that right mindset. And so um, I wanted to kind of talk about within the dating process um, about learning to pace yourself. We uh, are such in a society at times, majority of the times, where Everybody want microwave dating. They want microwave success. They want microwave marriage. And and trust and believe, like, excuse me, trust and believe, that type of stuff does happen. My parents, they dated for, excuse me, a short period of time. They got married really quick, and they've been married for over 40 years now. And so it does happen, but we have to be okay with pacing ourselves. And so when I talk about pacing ourselves, um, understand that within the process of dating, there's a time frame as to when to be transparent. So, Caroline, can you kind of talk about that? Like, when do you believe a person should be um, transparent or um, when do you believe that they, they will kind of know when they're ready to kind of let some walls down? and to kind of pace themselves. Just talk about that a little bit because I think that's so important for us to monitor and not to just give
1: everything right away. Right. And with that, it's it's almost like, where's my comfort? Like, Mm -hmm. where's my comfort level from day one? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, let's go have dinner. Again, taking data, like you said, like, "Mm, where am I at? Where am I at? Like, "Mm, am I here? Am I there? And how much am I willing to disclose? Mm. and for some people it's the easiest thing like oh well tell me all about your life tell me about your career tell me what you do oh let me tell you and floodgates open just (laughs) like whoa like I didn't need to know all that Mm. but it's just kind of it's using wisdom and using that discernment like where am I at how much am I comfortable in letting this individual know Mm mm-hmm But at the same time it's not keeping those walls up that nope i'm not it's not four knocks here like yeah i will disclose i'm gonna let you know yeah but it's it's a comfort thing like where am Mm i at Mm -hmm. and how much can i let you know Mm,
0: yeah yeah and so i think that's really important and we're gonna dig in that a little more um a little bit later when we talk about being completely your authentic self. But I think that's something that you guys really, really, really need to start thinking about monitor your peace, monitor what God is telling you. When is he telling you to be transparent with this person? You know, has it been long enough? Are they worthy of your transparency? Are they worthy of your vulnerability and take those walls? Don't, you know, um, don't come in like you know all armored up like I'm not saying nothing be friendly but use wisdom that's those are so that's such good advice and so I want um so now we were talking about kind of we' we're, we're in the dating process we're kind of you know filling our ways into it and I now I want to go to chapter one within singles let's deliberate I want to talk about the out of the box chapter listen. So this chapter, this chapter was huge for me um, because like I said before, or kind of touched on before, all too often are we basing 95% of who we date on how much money they make, on how they look, what kind of car they drive, if they're, they got a good grade of hair, you know, we got a little curls, you got this, their shape, all oh, their buff, their this or that. We, we, we put too much weight on those things. And I'm not saying you go up, go forth and just date anybody. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying settle, you know, and, and, and do this or do that. But I'm saying in order to really embrace, and what God have for you, I believe that we have to be out out of the box. We have to think outside of the box because thinking with myself, I really, my selections was just uh, very shallow. My selections was, um, like I said, like, hey, I was like, you gotta be chocolate. You gotta be six, at least six foot. You got to be an athlete. You know, I had, and and these are preferences. These were, those were my preferences. But looking back, I did not look at if they were a believer first. I've dated, all. I've dated people of different religions. I have nothing against different religions, but it's but personally, that's not for me. Within my dating process, within me getting married, I understand that my um, choosing has to look different. We gotta look outside of the box because it's the truth there's a lot of times um, why a person is still single is just because of that person, (laughs) you know? You know what I mean? And we have to be honest with ourselves and just to say like, you know, like what is it that I need? What is it that I need? And, And be honest with yourself and say, I've always dated athletes, I've always dated this type of person, and guess what, it never worked. And it could be because it was the wrong person, it could be an athlete, but I'm just saying, stop being so shallow, you know, when we, um, when we first come forth and start dating somebody, Caroline, what are your thoughts about that? And then I'm going to give a bit more, um, meat in regards to out of the box. What are your thoughts? And why do you think we select like that?
1: (laughs) Ooh. So, well, I can give an example that, yeah, I was in that exact same place that it's, it was a title. Mm. that I just got so stuck on like Mm. wow you're this so you're here I'm about right here so that gives me motivation let me get to your level let me just get to that place that you are because Mm. I want to be right there to make me that makes me want to work harder wow but it's so crucial and I oh my gosh like that you don't get caught up in those Minuscule things, hmm. it's, a title. it's a title, it's not who this person is, mm-hmm. and so I went through this process. I went through a very big process with this person. Wow, and I come to find out that you know what, you're not who you say you are. Wow, minus the title, like I'm not even looking at that, I'm looking mm-hmm. at you as a person, and I'm like, wow, I, I. I jumped in. I dived in head first. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I can look at it now like, wow. Don't mm. don't, <laughs> don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-mm. Don't fall for the facade because that's what it is. And mm. and I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I got and I you know i can say i hurt myself too Mm -hmm. because i was like oh here you go i'm so invested here you are here you are (laughs) and i almost fell for pretty much a lie
0: Mm, wow that is oh That's that's so powerful that you mentioned that because it's so easy for people to put a facade up. It's so easy for people to perpetrate like they're somebody they're not, to carry a title and then really be not that person. And you've attracted to a superficial person. You've attracted to a counterfeit. You've literally attracted to somebody that's not authentic. And now you're, you know, going in this cycle of things not working, broken relationships because you chose based solely on the outside you chose basically uh, solely based on well this person's a doctor um, I look I'm gonna be taken care of period that person could be a not trying to be funny but they could be a psycho could be they could have mental issues and you just looked at their money, their status and base everything off of that And like you said sometimes we come into situations where we're like, Oh, they're super successful. They're this or that, and they give me—they um, motivate me to want to do this, want to do that, and then we could kind of be blinded from the purpose that God had for us, and it could be some totally different. But just because that person's motivated, which are definitely good traits, characteristics to have—somebody that's motivated—but um, that person may not be the person for you. So it's so important definitely think outside of the box. Look beyond the surface. You could be, listen, I'm not telling you to not be attracted to somebody that's attractive. No, I'm not saying that. I, I know I that is, listen, my husband will be attractive. What I'm saying is see beyond what you can see and get to know who that person is first. Don't choose solely based off of their doctor based off of, you know, they are in the NFL, they're this, they're that. You know, based off of, oh, wow, they accomplished all this stuff. And I want to do that, too. You can hurt yourself and end up in a situation that God never intended you to be in. And so what I wanted to kind of to talk about is, of course, when we're talking about outside of the box, we're talking about dating. I think some relevant or some really needy questions that we need to be asking uh, while we're trying to get to know this person is ask them what irks them? What makes them mad? You know, ask them, do you know your purpose? You know, instead of saying, oh my goodness, he is fly or she's fly from the, you know, from head to toe or whatever, you ask this person, like, what, what are deal breakers to this person? What, you know, like, what are their boundaries? When you are up front, no matter how fine, this person is when you're upfront initially and you're asking the questions and stuff that matter about purpose and all of that like, what do they believe about relationships with God? Um, how is their relationship with God? When you can have those upfront questions, then you can see if this is somebody that you can go deeper with. And I think it's so important also when you're thinking outside of the box, don't be like, don't run after somebody just because of, um, if you see potential within them. I think this is one of the one of the biggest mistakes people can make. They date somebody and they're like, oh my goodness, I see so much potential in this person. Like, I could see them being this and I could see them being that. If you're not okay with that person, with who they are right then, then I would strongly suggest that you pray and, and ask God to see you somebody else I'm not saying give up on somebody that's running after and following their dreams. I'm saying when people only date and look at people with potential, a lot of times they get hurt because that person never walks in what they thought they were supposed to be. That person have to embrace their God path and their God purpose and it may not be what you thought. They were supposed to be and sometimes we can upset ourselves we can disappoint ourselves when we think that way or when we um process or perceive that way in dating um because we're pretty much kind of making up things in a way you know what i mean caroline so we have to be so careful when we do that and so also when we're talking about out of the box caroline i wanted to bring up online dating and long distance dating It's, I know, it's so common right now. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Ooh, move, proceed with caution, absolutely, because we don't know what's out there. We don't know who's fake, who's phony, you know? And there's so much of that, and it's like, oh my gosh, like, who's real and who's not? Are you really who you say you are? And are you like real like can i see you can i talk to you are you who you are yeah. and so really navigating that that mm-hmm. whole online thing like that's a whole other it's a whole other world but yeah. just using wisdom like oh my gosh like let me be careful mm-hmm. I need to be careful because yeah. i don't need I don't need this individual like in my business and like coming looking for me and yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and so yeah when it comes to online dating like um, I have dated people that were uh, long-distance before and I um, I've actually dated people from online as well and uh, just being a person that is typically super busy Not really, uh, of course, when I go out and stuff, I, you know, can meet people, but it's just easier at times with a super busy schedule, to be honest, to just meet people online. And I would definitely say that's true. You really have to proceed with caution. You have to proceed with wisdom. And it's not saying be afraid of everybody, but it's saying, make sure you know who you're getting to know. Make sure you've done your due diligence, your research or whatever it may be, before you open yourself up to that other person. But on the flip side, I would say um, dating long distance, it may be a challenge because there's several things that you need to be in agreement with this other person about. Like, who who's gonna visit the, the other person first? Like, what does that look like? You know, are, if you guys decide to go further and deeper within a uh, relationship, who's moving where? You see what I'm saying? There's a lot, is the person willing to spend the money to come see you? Um, How often, like I I really believe that when you're dating out of state, when when you find, uh, especially out of state, you have to be intentional. Yes, we're using the word again, but you have to do it on purpose. You have to be strategic, set time, to get to know that person, you may be in a total different time zone than that other person. And you got to be respectful of their time and, and, um, and again, come into agreement. Because if there is not an agreement when you're dating long distance, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's nothing worse than a one person paying for everything and only going to see the person. And the other person never comes to see them. You, so you have to, uh, Definitely use wisdom, caution, use the tools we have, FaceTime, WhatsApp, use uh, Zoom, use the video chats. you know, use all of these tools that we have to really see the person, get to know the person. You could spend time with somebody that's long distance, but you have to make sure that it's something that you want because it's an investment. It really, really, really is an investment. And do you have the finances to do that right now? It's the truth. It's the truth. And so that's, I I believe it's, uh, like I said, critical to remain intentional. And I want to ask, and and I'll ask you this and I'll, you know, kind of share my thoughts on it as well. So when somebody is choosing to date long distance, when do you believe it's an appropriate time to go visit the person out of state? Or, is that a, or do you believe that's just a personal observation as to whenever that person believes they're comfortable enough? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Mm, so I'm k- kind of both. I actually think it's kind of both that when you know, like, okay, yeah, I mm. feel that comfort level. My comfort level is there. Uh-huh. I know this individual well enough that, like, yeah, let me go show myself. Okay. But at the same time, like is this am I being intentional like what are my goals what are our goals Hmm. combined to like are we proceeding forward are we moving towards marriage like what are we looking at and if that's not the goal if that's not the case then you know hey we got zoom we got skype (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i totally agree i think i think that's really good that's really good foundation to set you know uh, initially, set that foundation. Initially, as far as have those conversations to say, what are we doing? If after I come see you, or you come see me, are we? Is this something that we're pursuing? Like we're going to think about having a serious relationship with? Um, you got to be intentional, especially when you're dating long distance, because like we said, it's you're spending money, you're spending time, and you do not want to open yourself up to the wrong person. And of course, it is. Um, it is seen as definitely more beneficial when you're face to face with somebody. But sometimes it's, it doesn't happen that way. But you know, so I think that long distance, it can work. But you, you, you gotta be okay and flexible with. You just gotta be flexible, and you have to um, really see God. And say, is this something that I'm supposed to be doing right now? Because you, if you don't have family in that other state, and you go see somebody, you kind of are opening yourself up for potential risk and stuff like that, and you really don't know the person. So definitely pace yourself. I would say pace yourself, and be sure before proceeding to allow somebody to, um, you know, to come meet you, and then you could ask yourself. When I go see the person, am I staying with the person or am I staying in the hotel? That's a whole nother segment, but it's it's just using wisdom with whatever you do and making sure that you are comfortable and you are keeping and within the boundaries that you both have set. And so um, I, I think I think that's an interesting topic. And we're gonna have to, I think we'll come back and do some more talks and stuff and add that one on there because I think a lot of people, especially now, a lot of people are dating online through social media. A lot of people are dating long distance. You know, with a lot of people being, um, we were, a lot of people were quarantined. They really couldn't go out face to face. And so I know it's something that a lot of people are interested in and we're gonna kinda, you know, talk about that in another segment. And so I wanted to talk about, uh, briefly about baggage, not just, um, I want to talk about emotional and physical baggage. Uh, I think we, a lot of times talk about the emotional baggage, but we kind of miss out the physical baggage and the importance of eliminating it before heading into another situation. I want to ask you, Why do you think people hold on to baggage, you know, uh, emotional? And what does it mean uh, physically to hold on to physical baggage to you? Mm. So
1: from what I see, it's more of a, it's a comfort. Mm. It's a security Mm -hmm. because, and you could ask if people were actually transparent and real with themselves and you asked them, why are you hanging on to that? Why are you hanging on to this relationship? Why are mm-hmm. you hanging on for dear life? Mm-hmm. Because it's comfortable.
0: Wow. Because
1: I'm afraid of what's out there. I'm afraid to let go of that mm-hmm. because I'm going to be alone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, you know, I don't know who I am outside of this security blanket, quote unquote. Mm. Wow. I, I have nothing outside of this. So mm. I'd rather hang on to it and, you know, be miserable. <laughs> But I'll mm. pretend I'm happy mm. and just hang on. And one day, maybe one day I'll let it go. Wow. Maybe. That's not even a given. Like, maybe. Wow. And I'm going to continue to just go through, go through the pain and whatever. Because it's better than being alone and being transparent and being vulnerable.
0: Wow. Wow. That's, that's deep. That is so deep that... Um, even we'd rather be remain in a comfort zone, even if it's painful, even if it reminds us of trauma, you know, and, and we got to break that cycle. We definitely have to break that cycle. And especially um, before heading into another situation with the person, being intentional about letting go of the emotional baggage is critical because if not, we really do bleed on other people, per se, when. They had nothing to do with uh, the wounds. They had nothing to do with the injury that was sustained from the other relationship. But understanding and saying, I'm going to be healed before I go into that situation. It's not about being perfect, but it's about not blaming a new person or being triggered to a point where you're like, this is the same person and you're giving the same energy to a new person and you're self-sabotaging the whole situation when it's really you just haven't let go of the old situation so it's being okay with really it's being okay with um, letting go of what did not work and I think a lot of times we try to make sense of why certain things didn't work and we come into a new situation and we're trying to dissect this one and make sure kind of like okay is the same thing going to happen? Okay, uh, let me try to, you know, uh, monitor monitor this and that. And then you say, oh, that kind of looks the same. And then you act the same way and you end up in the same situation. And it's not funny, but it's just saying like, deal with you. Uh, cut and sever emotional baggage and cut physical baggage as well. When we think about physical baggage, I'm so reminded of when I say that I'm saying like, jewelry and stuff that the person has bought you you know clothes that your ex boyfriend girlfriend has bought you all this stuff that they bought you previously and you won't let it go and you're taking this stuff with you and it's reminding you of that other person and then you find yourself comparing your new situation with your old one and that's unhealthy because if that old situation was good for you you would still be in it <laughs> And it is so important to give the new person that you're choosing to be open with all of you not parts of you because 20% is left in the past and you're thinking about the other person but give them all of you be fair And so this is why it's so important to do this because everybody deserves a clean slate. Proceed with caution with every, with everyone, but give them a clean slate. Don't, don't bring your bags, move your bags in with somebody you just met, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that's super, super, super important. And um, I kind of wanted to, to kind of ask you this, like, It's sometimes, especially now, you know, I wanna talk about just being authentic while dating. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of challenging at times, especially, again, with kind of what you see on TV, you kind of what you see on social media at times. It's kind of like people have to live to this standard of being this type of person, that type of person, this shade, that shade, and it's like when you kind of want to date somebody. I think a lot of times people are afraid to be themselves. They're they're thinking that they have to have a waist that's 12 inches all around, you know, and big old booty and if the guys for the guys they have to have a six-pack and they got to kind of like fake to be this, you know, macho man or whatever just to keep the attention of this person i want to ask you why do you believe so many people put on a mask during the dating process why do you think it's so hard for people to be themselves
1: Mm, that whole thing is just such a big stigma that Mm -hmm. you know society is it's been for years Mm -hmm. and i would even say centuries Mm -hmm. like going back in time Mm -hmm. that women we we had to meet a standard. Mm. And, and so if we didn't meet that standard, oh, you're not gonna get a husband and you're not gonna this, you're not mm. gonna that. And I know culturally, a lot of different cultures like, oh no, we have to prepare you for your husband. You have to be beautiful and gorgeous and fantastic. And it's like, yes, I'm already that inside. Right. Right. So it's learning who that is. It's, it's finding so that internally and letting it flourish on the outside that's so good nobody said and and the thing is like makeup like girls we love makeup we love yeah. getting fancy yeah. doing, <laughs> doing our hair you know we we we're beautiful mm-hmm. and so really just acknowledging that inside mm. and letting it flourish like yeah oh my gosh mm-hmm. and that's something we don't do and i hear it from you know like oh. like here and there like we need to lift lift each other up. Like That's us as good. women, we need to lift each other up. Let's not worry about what a man thinks mm. because we have this preconceived notion like, oh yeah, they want a size too, you know, mm-hmm. big booty, you know, like oh yeah. my gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, um, I'm not built that way. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so good. That is so good because it's like God did not make a mistake when he chose us. And I'm gonna repeat that God did not make a mistake when he chose us. Everybody is a certain size for a reason. Yes, we may all have goals to be better if we kind of fell off, which is okay. But at the end of the day, everybody is beautiful within their shades, within their sizes, within their hair texture. How boring is life to for everybody to look the same? That's boring. That is born and it's unrealistic. And I agree, there's been false expectations that have been set for women for centuries. And I would even dare to say for men as well. Men is, was also, you know, deemed to be as this macho, um, you know, uh, right? You know, a knight or whatever, Prince Charming. He's got to look like that. He's got to be built like that. These are just false titles and expectations that really have been kind of coined, I wouldn't even dare to say on like Disney, I, you know, Disney's cool, but I'm saying like this false image is is bred and people were reared from before they could even talk because it's ingrained in the cartoons and what they see. It's ingrained in what they're putting into themselves. And like you said, go back to the Renaissance Age and all of these times, and you just go way back centuries and centuries. Women literally are bruising their ribs, fracturing their ribs to have small waist to appear, to have small ways, big hips, and all of this stuff, and and boobs pushed up. And it's so unfortunate because we 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 live to be somebody that we're not, and 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 it's 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 such a beautiful thing now for me to be able to say that. I'm okay with who I am. I'm okay with embracing myself. There's times, yes, where I may be like, oh, wow, you may see something and say, wow, okay, you know, maybe I need to you know, switch up on this or switch up on that. But then I come back to and I say, nobody could beat me being me. God told me that years ago, he said, nobody can beat you at being you. You are unique. So be everything that i called you to be. He said, you are a designer's original, meaning when he made me, when he made you in his image and likeness, you were exactly who and how you were supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to look like me, you know, and even twins. Twins have different personalities. Twins are still not identically alike. And so it just goes back to, um, I love what you said, Caroline, learning who you are on the inside and letting that come out, letting that person really come out and embracing that person. You know, for me, I love like braids. I love like, uh, you know, Afrocentric or really, um, you know, really culturally aware. I love stuff like that, you know? different stuff, unique stuff. And that's just who I am, you know, versus just having straight long hair, which at times I may have that, but that's not really me. It's not really who I am. And you may look on TV, you may see a lot of people with straight hair, which is okay. But I've learned to embrace my process. I've learned to embrace my identity. And guess what? I think the sooner we can do that, like I mentioned on last segment, the sooner we will begin to attract what we're supposed to have who we're supposed to have, and I think even from a male's perspective, of course, us being women, but even from a male's perspective, I think when we have conversations more so like this, that even the men will be okay with embracing what they like. Some men like bigger women, and that's okay, but their boys may want them to like a size two or four and be like, you like, she's a size 20, 24, 26 or whatever. I think more people are going to start being okay with what they really like. And the sooner we do that, then the sooner we can all go forth and fulfill destiny together the way we're supposed to. Yes, that stops destiny too. It can delay destiny as well by choosing superficially, (laughs) you know? And so I think this this is such a good conversation. It's really, really, really good. I want to kind of jump down and just kind of talk quickly. We're about to wrap up. This has been so good, but we're about to wrap up. And um, like I said, hey, you guys, we may come back with 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 a uh, session with session three because this is really good. But I wanted to kind of talk about um, the importance of. I'll just dab on this just really briefly then I want to talk about boundaries and then we're going to wrap this up so when we talk about we talked a little bit earlier about pacing self and I think that this is something we got to talk about right now even if it's one or two minutes about learning not to physically sexually open up too soon to somebody and even emotionally too soon. We talked about earlier within this segment about when it's too early to be really transparent. And it is when you're comfortable. I totally agree with what Carolyn said, but I want to kind of, you know, dig in on this just briefly. Carolyn, can you talk about what are your thoughts about opening up sexually or emotionally too soon within the dating situation. What are your thoughts about that?
1: That's something that happens just way too much, especially mm-hmm. now and looking at, and it's happening like, and I've read the research that mm. kids, little kids, like I read um, a report that a child, the little girl in Europe somewhere was pregnant at age seven. Mm-mm. And I'm like why Mm -mm. why and that's a whole other whole other thing yeah but but it's it's that whole it's society it's society Mm -hmm. just ingrained that oh yeah sex is good sex makes you Mm -hmm. like that's what's gonna bring you together Mm -hmm. when in reality Mm -hmm. that's what's gonna separate you from from the almighty, wow. the one that's going to lead you and guide you to who he called you to. Wow.
0: And and wow. and it's
1: and really it's another roadblock too. Mm. You're just blocking, blocking, blocking. But, well, you know what? If I sleep with him, you know, he's gonna love me.
0: Um. Or he
1: can sit here and tell me all day long, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. Yeah, let's have sex, come on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I fall for that, but what did I do?
0: I blocked another blessing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I I, I believe that. Um, and you know, it's like, you know, it's like nobody's perfect. So we're, we're, we're really um, being transparent, you know, here. Nobody's perfect. We've all made mistakes. I made mistakes. I'm not, hey, I'm not a virgin. <laughs> so, and it's like, but you live and you learn and you recognize opening yourself up too soon in a sexual way, it definitely can screw things up or cause a lot of confusion. And it it makes you be attached to, it can make you be attached, especially as a woman, men view uh, perspectives are a little different, but it can make you attached to a man way too soon before you actually get to know if you're even compatible, before you actually get to know if your purpose is even aligned, listen, Sex, I'm not going to lie. It feels good. Our flesh, we want it. But again, it is something that I believe, and I believe Carolyn believes as well, that it's something that's intimate, something that should be preserved for your husband, your wife. It's something that, um, you know, it's, a, it's kind of... It's a very intimate thing. Not only is it physical when you have sex, but there's so much deeper, like spiritually and emotionally, like there's so attachments and there's there's um, really so connections and stuff that you begin to have when you open up to somebody on a sexual level. And I'm talking about not just physically, but when you're having Phone sex, you know, um, even oral sex and stuff like that, you you open yourself up for honestly whatever that person's going through, whatever that person's feeling, who, whoever that person has slept with. And, um, you know, where it is, use wisdom. Definitely use wisdom. We're not on here to say, to control you, to tell you what you can and cannot do, but just from experience, it is better to pace yourself it is better to wait to make sure this is a god thing and to say god help me to keep myself sexually and even help me to keep myself emotionally sometimes emotional being emotionally attached to somebody is stronger than a sexual attachment emotionally attachment is your You're oozing, telling the person everything about you. You're telling them all about your past. You're telling them you were sexually abused, this, that. You're telling them everything the first week that you meet them. And you're just so emotionally invested you just oh, this happened to me when I was this age this age I'm not saying that you never do that but you gotta pace yourself and make sure that this person is not a honestly not a devil or not somebody that is trying to prey on you you know somebody that is um, you got to make sure this person is for you and when you begin to pace yourself ask God how am i supposed to proceed within this situation he'll tell you and show you what amount of you to give to that person and after you've deemed yourself okay this is somebody that i'm compatible with okay guy you gave me the green light all right i'll begin to share more about myself and that's appropriate i just think that we really have to use wisdom and we have to stop being uh, led and and using TV as an example. You know, unless it's something positive on TV, and I declare and decree that you will see, look, my face, and you know, and Carolyn as well, but you will see my face with my own show very soon on TV about stuff <laughs> yes. like this. And it's for the good. You, We will be having relationship conversations and, and stuff like this because it is needed, it is time for the authentic, it's time for more positivity. So until then, um, you know, like until, you know, you see that light more of, you know, us being lights on TV and examples, we gotta use more wisdom. We gotta stop being tricked. We gotta stop being tricked as women. We gotta stop being tricked, even men stop being tricked. You know, into giving your body or thinking, if I give this person my body, they're gonna want me even more not the truth you guys it's not the truth so just use wisdom and it doesn't matter how saved a person may say that they are it don't matter it don't matter they can say they are bishop so and so whoever and I'm I'm not saying that somebody did this I'm just saying use wisdom regardless of what title a person say that they have if you get anybody in a situation long enough anybody is able to fall So I'll just leave it at that. So just use wisdom and understand that to keep your body as much as you can, because it's something precious. It's something that should be held for our spouses. Okay. So protect yourself and be open to who God allows you to be open to. And then, um, we're going to kind of wrap up on this note. Uh, we just want to of course there's so much more to talk about within dating we literally only hit one chapter within this manual and we had this conversation so we're gonna definitely gonna come back and talk more about dating and on another level but we want to kind of leave you with um, before we wrap up boundaries Um, can you just explain how important boundaries are really quick uh, Caroline in your own words And then we're gonna kind of wrap up here. This is another reason we're still talking about dating, being intentional, dating intentionally. How important is it to have set boundaries while you're dating and to know your own boundaries?
1: Mm -hmm. It's it's important to, for so many reasons, but especially for your peace, Mm -hmm. for who you are, protecting yourself and, you know, Physically, mentally, emotionally, Mm. like I got to protect myself Mm. because if I allow you to come into my space, physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm opening myself up to everything that you have in your physical, your Mm. mental, your emotional. Mm. And if we're not aligned, if we're not in the same mindset, if we're not spiritually in the same place, like... Are you a believer? I'm a believer. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing that too. Okay. Awesome. Mm. But if we're not in line, I got to beware. Yeah. Because I don't want that. I don't want the baggage. Mm. I don't want your negativity. Mm. And we hide it. Well, that's the thing. We've become so like the mastermind of a facade.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. And like what you were saying, like the title. Mm. Like, hey, that's a facade. Mm. You can come to me and say, oh, I'm a doctor. I'm a this. I'm a that. Hey, I'm a movie star. I'm a whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fall for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, here you go. I'm all open. Yes. So it's really protect yourself.
0: Yeah. That's so good. That is so good. Boundaries. You heard it, you guys. Therapist Caroline Valverde <laughs> literally mentioned about boundaries equating to protecting ourselves and keeping our peace, and it, it's the truth. And so have those boundaries and even have them with what you're willing, how far you're willing to go. Is a kiss too much? What kind of kiss is too much? We're not, it's not elementary, but this is real stuff. These are, this is advice. These are discussions to help us maintain who God has created us to be and maintain our integrity and really pretty much uh have a focus to have our purpose partner because the sooner the sooner we can stop entertaining who's not right the sooner we can get who is right for our lives and that's just the truth. And so when we be more intentional, when we're dating and on purpose, then we can get there. And so I this I'll absolutely enjoy this conversation and it's like there's so, 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 so much more to it. And we're gonna come back and we're going to just um, just do some fun stuff, you know, with this and possibly even a live one because um, we, we, we need these conversations right now. We really don't have this, especially within the church and it's needed. And so I wanted to kind of just say thank you again to Therapist Caroline, definitely she's going to be back with us, you guys. I want you guys to definitely Always be true to yourself. We talked about a lot today, but be true to yourself. Follow your purpose, follow your own pace. Don't look at nobody else's pace or race because this is your God path. And understand again, when you're dating someone, always communicate, look for reciprocation and evaluate. Is this for me? Is this not for me? Are we just gonna be friends? Are we gonna move further? Be real with yourself. It may be not, it may not be your time to date. Maybe your time to work more on yourself, but while you're waiting today, why not be prepared? So tune in to these discussions again, go ahead, get the manual singles. Let's deliberate. You know, this is a good manual. You can write in it, go through it. Um, it's time. It is time for purpose partners. I just want to get on here and I'm going to pray. I feel led to pray. And so, um, So Father, in the name of Jesus, I just come before you and I Thank you for everybody that is listening, that's going to listen, that's going to share this podcast. Father, I thank you that you have chosen us all on purpose, for purpose, and that we are secure and confident within you. Help us to understand that our singleness is a blessing. Help us to understand that within this time that you are perfecting and helping and covering and healing and delivering us within our own process. Help us to be so at peace with what you're doing that literally we can move forward with the confidence understanding when it's time you are going to connect us with our purpose partner. Help us to have the wisdom that we need, the insight, be led by your spirit to go forth and to literally be intentional while dating. Let us be accountable for the things that we've done. Help us to forgive, let go, not hold on to baggage, but be free so that when you do allow us to come in contact with our purpose partner, guess what? We're ready. So we just give you all the the praise, the glory, and the honor. And we thank you for everyone that's tuned in in your precious son, Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, stay encouraged. Know that you are beautiful, you are handsome, you are loved, you are who God created you to be. There's nothing wrong with you and the right person is looking for you. Be your authentic self and remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you guys.